Hi, and welcome to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation focused on youth mental health. Before we begin today's episode, I just wanted to let you all know that all content that is found in our podcast is created for informational purposes only. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or therapy. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition, and never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard in this podcast. Thank you so much, and without further ado, let's get started. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving. It's your host Poonam here with a very special guest. Aishwarya Balapuram. Today we are going to talk about taking a non-traditional path to earn a college degree. When and how you enroll at college at a college can determine whether you are a traditional or a non-traditional student. Those who enroll one or more years after graduating high school are those who attend college on a part-time basis are considered non-traditional by the definition from National Center for Education Statistics. According to the NCES, about 73% of students enrolled in higher education fit into a broader definition of non-traditional student. So I would like to welcome Aishwarya, who took a non-traditional path, and I'm looking forward to talking to her. So before I, you know, start our conversation, welcome Aishwarya. I'm super excited to talk to you. Please introduce yourself and tell us more about you and what are you doing currently? Hi, Pudam. It's so wonderful to be here, and thank you for having me. Hello all, I am Ashwarya, currently a senior at UC Berkeley, pursuing a major in molecular and cellular biology with a specific emphasis in immunology and pathogenesis. Uh, That kind of just means that I study cells, specifically I study the cells of the immune system and how the immune system plays a very important role in our bodies. This is fantastic. I'm curious to know what made you take a non traditional path for earning a college degree and it's not in any ordinary college UC Berkeley wow (laughs) thank you um so I think my story kind of starts when I was much younger uh when I was in middle school I participated in the regional science Olympiad it was a sequence of three events and one of the events was anatomy and physiology and over the course of studying for all these events, but specifically the anatomy physiology event, um, I really just loved learning about the human organ systems. Um, and one of the specific topics that I did have to focus on was the immune system. Um, and that kind of started getting me interested in life sciences and biology, but I don't think I really had much of a shape then. But as I was growing up in high school, I knew I wanted to study science. Um, specifically the immune system. And I think that's it's a continuing theme for me. Um, and I felt that the high school classes did not give me the depth that I was looking for. This made me realize that high school was not 
the path for me, like a traditional four-year high school, four-year college was not the path for me. And I started looking at other options and I came across an exam uh, for California residents. Uh, so students who are either at the age of 16 or in their second year or second semester of 10th grade can take an exam called the California High School Proficiency Exam, which is an exam that I took. And when, as, uh, when you pass the exam, they, you can receive your high school diploma and you are allowed to take classes at community college, which is what I did. Um, I got my high school diploma. I actually learned about the exam a little bit later. So by the time I got my diploma, it was almost one semester into my uh, junior year or 11th grade. Um, and that's when I started enrolling in community college. So I was in community college for about three years. And then I applied as a transfer student to the UCs. I knew that I wanted to stay within California. So I just applied to the UCs and I was accepted at Berkeley. Wow, what an inspirational story. Ashwarya, so I'm wondering, was it your decision or was it your parents' decision to take this non-traditional path? It was most definitely my decision from the very beginning. I knew that high school was not meant for me. I always just wanted to ask why and how, and high school didn't give me that option. And my parents really encouraged me asking questions. They they put a big emphasis on, they never cared what grades I brought home. They always just cared whether I was interested in what I was studying and whether I had a deep understanding of what I was studying. So on that end, it was entirely my decision. And my parents fully supported that decision when I told them, hey, I'm not able to learn much. I can get good grades, but I'm not going to be learning anything. So they, they, they kind of have like a pros and cons conversation. Um, and both I and them realized that there were a lot more pros for taking this non-traditional path. So they, they were very supportive. And in fact, I want to say my dad was a lot more optimistic than I was about taking a non-traditional path. He was the biggest supporter, very optimistic. Um, and he really pushed me into, he really pushed me in the sense of he really supported me into taking this non-traditional path. That's so wonderful, Ashwarya. Your parents were um, very supportive of that. But was this decision difficult for you or was it easy? It was an easy decision for me. At the time, I felt that a non-traditional path was going to allow me to learn more, explore the classes and subjects that I felt a connection with. At a, at a greater depth. And I knew in college, have, I could make stronger and more meaningful connections with my professors, with my peers. Um, I had a very hard time connecting with peers in high school, but I always knew that I would be a fit in better at a community college or just a college setting in general. Um, so I think taking in the academic aspect and the social aspect, it was kind of a a very straightforward decision. I'm so impressed to hear that because you know a lot of us um, have doubts and fears and low risk taking, you know, like, oh, this is non-traditional path. I don't know what will I do, you know. But I wanted to ask you, did you have any doubts or fears when you were making this decision? I wouldn't say fears, but I think it's natural to doubt the decisions that you take, whether it's decisions that you make in support of, with, with the support of parents or friends or family, 
it's very natural to have doubts based on your decision. And I think that's where I was as well. I was very skeptical of the path I had taken. Um, so in my case, I hadn't heard of anyone take the California High School proficiency exam or CHESB. Um, so there was no really, there was no president within my sort of friend and family group. And I was really on my own. And I think that really had both pros and cons, where pro was I felt like I was in charge of my decision. I really made that decision for myself. And I was creating a path that was specifically tailored for me, my needs, my interests. And it was a path that was made by me. So um, that was the best part. But downside is I was kind of in an unknown land, uh, but my parents really helped navigate it. They they took time out of their day to sit with me and say, hey, I know that you're kind of scared. Is there any way we can help? And um, my dad would spend weekends looking at transfer websites and transfer pathways to see if, if that would be able to help me in any way. Yeah. Wow, that's really amazing. Um, so that's exactly the point, you know, as you said, you were very aware of your needs and you knew your needs are not met at the high school. And you took that courage to take that first step and your parents were there along with you, making your journey more supportive and enjoyable. That's awesome. So I wanted to ask you, you know, what was the process of moving from a community college to a university? Sure, there's lots of four-year universities that accept transfer students. Um, within California, there's obviously all the UCs, there's the CSUs, um, Stanford takes uh, transfer students, um, University of Southern California takes transfer students. So there's a lot of universities both within and outside of California that, that do accept transfer students. Each university may have slightly different requirements, um, requirements and application process. So if four-year university is your end goal, then I think it's very important to start early on and look at their applications and their requirements just so that you know you're gonna go through community college in a way that best fits you. So for example, with me, I knew that I, I think when I was in, I want to say freshman year of high school, uh, we kind of just made a fun trip to UC Berkeley. My family and I made a fun trip to UC Berkeley and I fell in love with the campus and I knew that I wanted to go to UC Berkeley. Um, so especially their molecular cell bio program, that was something that I was very interested in. So as soon as I went to community college, um, I, would, I spoke to my transfer counselor at my community college and the counselor helped me draft plans for colleges, create a bigger sort of long-term timeline of how, when I, when I would be applying, how I, how I would be applying. And he also helped me like look at specific opportunities available within my community college. So for example, honors programs, clubs, um, contacts, networks. So he helped me do all that. And I think just that helped me really achieve my goal. And, get into UC Berkeley. That's again, fantastic, Ashwara. What I'm hearing, it's very important um, to make good relationship with 
your college counselor and networking is also important piece that self-awareness that clarity right why why do i want what i want so you had all that and i think that's the secret sauce for your success but i wanted to ask you another question i heard that transfer students generally have hard time bonding and feel less belonging is it true i think it's each person's definition of bonding and belonging really differs. Uh, so each student is very unique with how they want to spend their social time. I'm definitely someone who likes having a small group of very close friends. Um, and it took me a semester or two to find my group of friends. But once I did find my group of friends, I've never felt out. I've had, I mean, I've met my closest friends at Berkeley. Um, and I feel the most belonging at Berkeley of everywhere, even though it's a big campus and I might not talk to everyone. I have a, a group that I, I love hanging out with and I love spending time with. Um, having specific interests also allows students to feel that bonding and belonging. For me, I've always loved research and mentoring. Um, that's one of my biggest interests. So. Uh, at Berkeley, I'm part of the undergraduate laboratory where we mentor students, uh, freshmen and sophomores on uh, research, literature review, and things of that nature. So again, that was a place that I really found my sort of calling and my belonging. I felt I felt like there were people just like me around me, and I loved I loved spending time with the UAB at Berkeley. I'm so happy to hear that, Ashwarya. And what is your advice to your younger self? Um, everything's going to be okay, and everything will always work out for the best. I was very, I think even now, um, I'm someone who likes to have my entire calendar month planned out day for day, hour for hour, but nothing ever goes according to plan, and that's okay. Um, and I think I'm still learning that that everything will be okay. Something, some, sometimes things will go not as planned, but it will be for the best and it will always work out for the best. As long as I'm giving my best, it should be good. Wow, you know, I learned um, a very powerful thing from you. Just give your best and forget the rest. You know, maybe yeah. trust firepower, you know, things will fall in place. Why to worry? I love it. So what is your advice to all the parents who are listening to this podcast? I don't think I can speak to parents and say, hey, this is what you should do. But one of the things I can definitely say is one of the best things my parents did was have deep conversations uh, with what I wanted to achieve, how I could achieve those things, and how they could personally support me through each step of the process. So they've been my biggest cheerleaders, my biggest believers, my biggest supporters. I would, so in that sense, communicate with your children. Uh, parents have more life experience than us children. We really haven't lived a lot in this world. And parents have gone through a lot, especially with immigration, moving, different, moving to different countries, working with a lot of different people. They have a lot of life experience. And we children, we know our goals and Parents and children, when they really work hand in hand, 
everyone will succeed. Parents will succeed. Parents will learn something new. Children will succeed in achieving their goals. And the best part is everyone gets to be a big, happy family. That's such a sweet message, um, Ashwarya. So what is your advice to all the teens who are listening to this? And maybe they're thinking of taking a non-traditional path like you did. Yeah, so as a teen, so when I was doing my community college, I naturally felt the need to compare myself to others who are taking a more traditional path. And sometimes when you're taking a non-traditional path, it seems like you're kind of behind on this on this timeline. So I applied to colleges only a year after all everyone my age group had applied to college and they already been in college for one year by the time I received my acceptances and I was transferring over to Berkeley. So it becomes very easy to compare ourselves to others. Um, I would suggest to stay away from comparing yourself, but I know that it's very hard as a teen. It's very natural to want to compare yourself, but just know that by taking a non-traditional route, you are taking things into your own hands and you're creating a path that is specific to you and only you and you can only succeed. And trust me, there's no way you could fail. Wow, Ashwarya, so many wonderful advices. You know, even I feel, yes, each of us are unique. One path, the path I'm taking may be different from the path other person is taking. And as you said, you know, everything will be okay. I will reach where I belong, right? So we do get stressed over, we want to control the future, we do not want to let go past, but talking to you is awesome. So I wanted to ask you one last question. So any other advice to students who are taking traditional or non-traditional path, but they're starting a new chapter in their life, going to a college is a big milestone. So any advice coming from you? Sure. I guess this is a new chapter. It's going to be filled with the most beautiful adventures. Soak it all. Uh, soak it in. Live every moment. Uh, as someone who will be graduating soon, I can definitely say that my undergrad days, both in community college and university, have been the best. I've learned so much academically. I've gained a lot of network. I've also found the best of friends who are willing to stick by me through thick and thin, through my horrible midterm moods and but also my best days of getting ice cream because why not <laughs> um, so you'll find a lot of things and soak it all in it'll be the best i'm so grateful to you ashwarya for spending time with us sharing all the wisdom and knowledge and I'm just wishing you the best. And I know best will happen for you because you are giving your best. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. You are listening to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharika Foundation. As part of our youth series, we will be releasing new episodes every Friday. So make sure to continue to check those out. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and thank you so much for listening.